It is time for our scripture reading from the letter of Paul to the Philippians in the fourth chapter to the first and third verse. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, you whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord in this way, dear friends. I plead with Eodia and I plead with Syntyche to be in the name in the same mind as the Lord. Yes, and I ask you, my true companion, help these women since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel, along with Clement and the rest of my co-workers, whose names are in the book of life. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. We are continuing our, our systematic study of Paul's letter to the church at Philippi. Uh, we're in the, the last chapter. We're starting the last chapter. Uh, it's been a wonderful ride, and so now we're, we're on the home stretch, as they say. Um, last time we looked at the 15th to the 21st verses of the third chapter, and it was there we read, all of us then who are mature should take such a view of things, and if on some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. See, with Paul, as we shared before, Paul is exhorting the church at Philippi to join him in the pursuit of Christ's likeness. And as he writes, all mature believers should think the same way that he's thinking. And if perchance you don't, I'm praying that God will reveal it to you and instill in you that desire to pursue God as much or better than I'm pursuing God. So as we shared uh, before, I share again in brief, uh, the point of the, again, he's the evil one, not the stupid one. He's the evil one. Uh, and so the point of the evil one is to make us believe that we can't do the things God has called us to do. We're not, we, we uh, you know, I just can't do it, so I'll, I'll, I'll stop. It's also the trick of the evil one to make us believe that, oh, I got this. Oh, I, I'm already there. Oh, I, this is easy street. So either way leads to destruction. Either way leads to ineffectiveness. Either you think you can't do it, so you don't attempt to do it, or you think you can do it in your own strength, and you, you, do, you have a facial, and you, and you fall flat. But as we shared before, I share again. We can because he has. We can because he has. We, we can what? Whatever. He has what? Everything. He has accomplished it. When Jesus, went, I mean, when Jesus was on the cross, he said what he said. He said, it is finished. It's a wrap. It's over. There's, there's, there's no more. I, I'm, not, I'm not going back on this cross again. It's over. I've done, I've done what the Father has asked me. It's over. It's done. So we can because he has. We can do all things, not just some things, uh, the easy things, the things that we've gone to school and matriculated for. You know, it's like God has blessed us with some mad skills. You know, you all, you know who you are. You know your giftedness. You know your degrees. You know you're at the high levels of, 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 of ambassadorship, if you will, in wherever you're at. But don't ever make the mistake that, oh, that's because it, it's me, you know. I put in the hard work. I took out the six-figure debt. There's a lot of people that put in hard work. There's a lot of people with six-figure college debt that aren't in positions of uh, God ambassadorship. I say it again. I shared before. You know, if, and, and the, the measure of God's blessing on our life has got to move past this, this, this simplistic, uh, you know, I, I got a few dollars in the, in, in the bank. 
there's a lot of billionaires. You know, if, if that's the measure, then folks in the level of Bill Gates, it's like, boy, they've got streets in heaven named after them because they, they're, they're beyond rich. So it's got to be more than that. It, it, it's, our, our level in Christ has got to be on. He blessed me with a car. There's a lot of people with cars. There's a lot of people with cars. Yeah. He, he blessed me with a job. There's a lot of people with jobs. So what are you going to do about it? So now that God has put you in a position of employment, are you going to honor him? Are, are you going to give him your first fruits? When you're there, are you going to, again, chew your arm off? Like, you know, I hate my job. I got to get out of here. Well, again, it could be. It could be God is trying to move you out of that and make it uncomfortable. But it also could be, is like, no, I want you to stay here because you have a rendezvous with someone that needs to hear what you've got to share at some point real soon. So just, just cool your, just slow your roll, as Gail would say. Just, just slow your roll. Just, just, just slow it down. We can because he has. And then Paul goes on to write, Join together in following my example, brothers and sisters, and just as you have us as a model, keep your eyes on those who live as we do. For as I have often told you before, and now tell you again, with tears, he's moved. Many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Paul is saying, I'm not simply telling you what to do, but examine my life. Follow my example. Why is this so important? Because there are a lot of folks out there that on one level may profess Christ, but in actuality, they're not, they're not Christ followers. They're actually enemies of the cross of Christ. And he goes on, verse 19, their destiny is destruction, their God is their stomach, and their glory is in their shame. Their mind is set on earthly things. See, what a lot of folks are chasing hard after are their own physical wants and wishes. What I want, what I want to get out of life. You know, I want to squeeze the orange for as much juice as I can extract out of it. Uh, that's, that's, that, I want, you know, the, the, the old beer commercial, go for the gusto. You know, just, you know, it's, it's, it's tonight is kind of special. Let it be, you know, is it Lowenbrow, I think it was. You know, just, you know, just, just grab life. Squeeze it out. Drink it up. That's life. Eh, didn't work for Mick Jagger. I mean, again, he, you know, he sang it. I mean, that was, that was a song, whether he intended or not, that's a song with a lot of theology and a lot of angst in that can't get no satisfaction. It's a cry for help. That's an absolute cry for help. And that's an, an incredible opportunity for the church. Their minds are set on earthly things. In contrast to those he describes as enemies of the cross, Paul writes and reminds the, the church at Philippi, but, 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 but our citizenship is in heaven. And we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control. Just pause, there's a comma there. What power is that? It's the Holy Spirit of God. Same power that's in you for every believer. I, it just, it just, it just, just does something to me when I reflect on that. The same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Not a different power, not a half a power, not, 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 a, not a trans, the same Spirit of God. The very same Spirit of God that raised Jesus from the dead resides in each and every one of us. We can, because he has. 
We try. We keep trying. We keep trying. Stop trying. Stop trying. It just, you know, again, the, 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 meta, the window I tried to paint the last time, it was, this, you know, I go down, someone, uh, John King gives me this, these 500-pound uh, weight that he can just probably clean snatch up with uh, one arm. That's John King. He can do those things. I, I can't. Uh, I was like, I can't, I can't do that. Oh, yeah, you can do it. You can do it. You can pull it. And I lift it up. And unbeknownst to me, there's someone else or something else that's helping me lift that weight. It's not just me. But that weight wouldn't have gone up unless I reached down and initiated that, that, that clean snatch. See? The same power that is in that raised Jesus from the dead is in you. So there's nothing that we can't accomplish in him. That's why he says, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. We're, the whole point Paul is making is that our physical residence uh, doesn't determine our citizenship. Our tents, our RVs, our whatever you want to call it, are temporarily parked where they're parked. Some in Elk Grove, some in Sacramento, some in Lincoln, some in El Dorado Hills. You know where you live, Antelope. See, they're parked where they're at. But your citizenship, check your passport real carefully. It ought to be stamped, citizen of heaven. Who are you? I'm a citizen of heaven. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, you know, and there's nothing, at the, at, the, at the risk of being misconstrued, there's nothing wrong necessarily uh, in wrapping oneself in, in flags and, and sororities and fraternities and all of that stuff. Oh, I'm an alpha, or I'm a this, or I'm from California, I'm from Texas. You know, I'm a citizen of heaven. That's, that's you know, that's, that's where I am. Because I'm going to spend, if we look at time just as a measure, I'm going to spend much more time where my citizenship is than where my tent is currently at. Maybe I'll leak out 70 years. Maybe 80. Maybe. Compare that to eternity. So where ought we invest our time and attention? I mean, even, 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 uh, even uh, just a straightforward anybody, an accountant's perspective on that ought to say, you know what? Uh, I'm going to invest in this because this is, this is like infinity plus one over here, and this is at best 70, 80 years. Oh, no, 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 no. You know, I'll, I'll give Caesar what's Caesar's. I'll do what I need to do there. I've got to pay my taxes. I've got I to do those things. But I'm a citizen of heaven. So my behavior ought to reflect where I think I'm going. So today we begin, as I shared, at the fourth chapter, beginning at the first verse, Therefore, my brothers and sisters, you whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord in this way, dear friends. Another conjunction. Here we go. You know, therefore. Designed to force the reader to look back at what was just said because that's, that, there's a point of connection here. So in light of what has just been said, what did I just say? In light of the fact that Christians are, an, are a colony of heaven, see, we're just temporary, uh, temporary residents right here, that we are a colony of heaven, that we eagerly expect to see Jesus Christ as our Savior, that our hope is in him for complete transformation of our bodies from physical to spiritual. What do you, how are you supposed to behave? 
Stand firm in those things. Stand firm in those things. Stay, that as a result of everything that I've just shared with you, stand firm. Present, again, you English majors, present, active, imperative. You stand firm right now. Stand firm. Well, but I'm getting a little weak need. I didn't ask you, you, to stand firm. It's the you, the Christ in you, stand firm. Stand firm. Uh, I, I can't. No, you can't. He can. And he can. And so that makes it we can because he has. My strength draws from him. Stand firm. My brothers and sisters, those that I love and long for, who are my joy and my future reward, live in such a way that shows you know you won't be here very long. Shared last time, it's okay to hang a few pictures on the wall. You know, if, if, if I were visiting someone's house, I'm, you know, I'd go down to Southern California, visit one of our children down there, um, visit their home. I would look awful silly if I got in there and say, well, I'm going to be here for a little bit. Let me start painting the, the walls a different color. I don't like the carpet. I want hardwood. My daughter's like, Dad, what are you doing? Well, I, I, I'm, I'm getting settled in. You're just visiting. <laughs> no, no, it's okay to hang a few pictures, you know, play a little music that reminds me of home, you know. But, but you know what I mean. A, a lot of us behave in such a way that this, this is it. My investments, my time, my perspective, I'm going to be here forever. Seriously? Seriously. The, the last time I checked, not one person gets out of here. No, no, we all pass through the grave. Live in such a way that shows you know you won't be here long. Live in such a way that, you, that reflects your expectancy of seeing Jesus. Live in such a way that shows, that shows a desire to leave the physical and cling to the spiritual. That's what Paul is saying. This is how you are to stand firm. If you do these things, life will go so much sweeter for you. The spiritual walk will be so much better. You know, you may feel like kicking the cat when it's in your way sometimes, but it's like, I don't know why they, I didn't feel like kicking the cat. As a matter of fact, let me scratch it behind the ear. You know, it's just like, I love little kitty. You know, and last time you were mad because it coughed up a furball. I tell you, you know, it's just... Don't allow your faith to be a theoretical exercise. Oh, I believe in God. Okay, you, you've achieved the level of devil worship. I believe in God. So do the demons. So do they. They believe in God, too. What moves you past that? What moves you past that? It, it can't be just a, yeah, God is, yeah, yeah, I believe in God. But we live, as, as one uh, theologian and, and writer said, we, we live as uh, uh, spiritual atheists. Yeah? We say one thing, but we live another way. And then that's, how, that's why it becomes so confusing to the world and to ourselves. I love God with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind, but I sure can't stand you. That's incongruous. You know, uh, boy, God can answer anything. He can do anything. Uh, but I need to uh, do a shortcut on my taxes right now. No. 
No, it doesn't work that way. Who we are, who we are, again, as I shared before, it just shows the depth of my depravity that we would even contemplate these things, is that if we could get a one, get out of hell free card, what is it we would do? The fact that we would even entertain those types of what ifs just shows where we're at. Oh, well, I, you know, I would, you know, I would do, you know, this, you know, wow, God, what a wretch I am. What a messed up person I am. It's in him that I have life. It's in him I have hope. Uh, don't allow our faith to be theoretical. Whatever it is we're going through, our ability to go through it begins and ends with a right perspective. If you don't, if you don't have, again, if you don't believe what I'm sharing, what Paul is sharing, if you don't believe that, it, doesn't, it, it won't be lived out in your life. Yeah, that sounds good, but uh, okay, now I got to go outside now and get on with the real world. You know, that's what we say. We, we get on with the real world. As if our faith is some pseudo-phony something or other. Now, this is, this is, this is very real. This, this, is, this is very, very real. Uh, it would cause someone like Abraham to move from the known and to move to the unknown. Why? Because God said so. Not because it made sense. It didn't make sense. They called Abraham fat. Wasn't, he wasn't pudgy like me. He was, uh, he was wealthy. He had everything to live for in his community. He was known in the community. God said, pick it up, move. What did he say? Well, it doesn't make sense. You know, you know, you know the cost of shipping sheep is really expensive. And, um, you know, I've got my folks here. You know, I, you know, he got up and moved. That's, that, see, it, it will cause, when you're in situations of authority, like Daniel was, uh, who I am, I'm not, I'm not trying to hide, nor am I trying to shove in your face what I do. I'm just opening my window and praying. That's all I'm doing, minding my own business. That's all I'm doing. And someone takes issue with that. I'm not going to close the window, so I'm going to hunker down. Well, don't want him to pray because, you know, I don't want to lose my job, you know. Don't want him to lose my life either. It's like, this is how I roll. This is who I am. I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm just trying to worship my God. What does it cost him? It cost him a trip to the, to the kennel, to the lion's den. I'm sure he, he, he didn't know what to expect. I'm sure he fully expected. It's like, okay, this is it. It's a wrap. He didn't say, whoa, 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 wait, I was only kidding, you know? I was, all, no, I was just kidding, you know? No, 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 guys. Hey, you guys, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. We can work something out. I'll close the windows, you know? Uh, you know? No, he's like, hey, uh, the men, the boys in the fiery furnace. Uh, it's choosing the spiritual over the natural. In what? In everything. In everything. There's always choices. So nicely, Paul takes this opportunity to put what he's just talked about uh, into action. Now, perfect example. Euodia. I plead with Euodia and I plead with Syntyche. Be of the same mind in the Lord. A couple of believers. 
happen to be ladies. Doesn't matter what the issue is. There's an issue. Apparently it's caused schism in the church. He's heard about it miles away. And he's saying, twice he says it, I beg, I implore, I exhort, I'm, I'm on bended knee. I'm begging you, work it out. Just don't, 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 don't tamp it down. Okay, well, you know, since we don't get along, I'll just avoid you. I know, that's what we, yeah, I know, I know. You, know, you guys don't do that, but, uh, you know, kind of a passive-aggressive kind of thing. I still don't like you, so I'll avoid you. Yeah, we, I know, you guys don't do that. I'm just, I'm just, I'm telling you, I'm just, this is what I would probably have done. Just, oh, okay, since I don't care for this person, let me just not be in that presence, person's presence. That's not consistent with God-like behavior. And so he's saying, work it out. Work it out. Be of the same mind. You guys work it out, and you figure it out. No, 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 no. Be of the same mind in the Lord. What makes us, what, what unifies us? What's the, the same blood of Christ runs through all of our veins? And so we are sisters and brothers united in a, in a common faith, in a, in a common uh, belief. Uh, so he's saying, work it out in the Lord. See, this is different from seeking unity with the world. See, the, not those that have their mind on earthly things. He's like, no, 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 we're citizens of heaven. So you have, mind, you have your mind on spiritual things. See, this is completely different. Don't just agree what we can be quick to do, particularly in light of all the things that seem to have been happening in the last weeks and months. Oh, well, okay, well, let's just fold up our tents and let's just, no, no, no. We believe what we believe. We're not offensive. We're not, we're not mean-spirited. We're not negative. We love. We converse. We engage. But we believe what we believe. We don't just go along to get along. And Paul's not suggesting that here either. Just don't, don't, just don't, just don't paint over. You know, if you've got mold in your home, you, you, you can't, if you put paint over mold, the mold is still there. It will creep up. It will still be disastrous to, to everybody that comes in, into contact, into that area. It has to be dealt with. You have to go in there. You have to scrape that off. You have to deal with the issue. But not in your own strength. Same mind in the Lord. So he twice uses that. I beg you. I beg you. You've seen it. I, for those of you who follow sports, even probably with Sacramento Kings for that matter, um, you see the team's just as dysfunctional. They're just arguing on the court, arguing. Fight. You're on the same team. What you, what's, what's going on? Oh, you should have passed me the ball. You, wait, wait, pull up. See, even the coach will, will notice, come on, we need to get on the same page. We need to work this out. Now I'm going to call my own play. I don't like, the, I don't, I don't like the, pay, the play that's being drawn up. I don't like the minutes that are being distributed. I want more minutes. I want to take the last shot. No, wait, we're on a team. And if the team wins, we all win. If the team loses, we all lose. I, I, I know. See, that's what the evil one laughs at that dysfunction. Look at you guys. You guys, you can't get it together. You're dysfunctional. You, you, you're, you're, you got issues. And not only is he laughing, but the, the, the gospel doesn't get shared in the way that it needs to be shared. The person that needs to hear a clear 
voice, a clear opportunity of the love of Christ, they don't get to hear it because we're looking at each other, dealing with schism. And Paul says, be of the same mind. And he goes on, he says, yes, and I ask you, my true companion, help these women since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel, along with Clement and the rest of my co-workers, whose names are in the book of life. Paul understood long before uh, an old proverb, it takes a village to raise a child, it takes a church uh, to raise up Christians, uh, to deal with Christian issues. Uh, some have speculated, well, that's a, they're using a pronoun. They're using, uh, as names used to mean something, you know, a name would, uh, uh, would mean uh, fellow yokemen or fellows, you know, they say, they say, well, they're talking about a person. More than likely, they're talking about, he's talking about the church. But he's not using a plural, he's using a singular. Because the church is one. The church at Philippi, you work with these ladies to resolve the issue. Uh, they have been soldiers right by my side, preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And Clement, too. You guys know what's, what's been going on. All the rest of my co-workers. And almost, almost kind of casually and almost lost, he throws in whose names are in the book of life. Even in spite of all of this dysfunction, their certainty, their, to say their ticket is punch, it's like there's no, there's no issue that you're one of mine. You, you are one of mine. Your name is in the Lamb's book of life. You're, you're, you're there, but you're dysfunctional right now, and we need to deal with that dysfunction. It's not a matter of walking on eggshells. Oh, well, I guess since, you know, I, I had an unkind word toward uh, uh, somebody, I guess I'm, I'm no longer part of God's kingdom. On the contrary, you're very much part of God's kingdom. That's why Paul goes out of his way to beg and to beg and to beg. Work it out, because we can't have kingdom workers looking like the rest of the world. We need you to work this thing out. So in contrast to those he earlier describes as enemies of the cross, Paul says, all of those folks that I've just mentioned, your name is in God's book of life. Where the entries are made and there are no eraser marks. Your name is entered, it's entered. There's no eraser marks. I'm closing. So what does it all mean? What, what, what does it all mean? Well, what I believe it all means is we have a great example of what we are called to do, what we are equipped to do, and when we fail to do those things, how to get back on the right track. We've been called to do. We've been equipped to do. And even when we mess up, you guys never mess up, but I'll mess up at least 10 times today. Uh, even when we mess up, we can get right back on the bicycle and keep pedaling. Now, sit, sit down on the side, oh, woe is me. Um, so, what are we to do when we fail? We work together. So, what am I saying? That we have all been saved to serve. I know, I just... Our whole point and purpose on this life, on this earth, is to glorify God and to win others to Christ. That's it. Everything else is gravy. Everything else is a bonus. We've been called on this earth to glorify God and to win others to Christ. That's what we've been called to do. It's that, it's that, it's that simple. Now, along the way, 
He blesses us incredible ways in relationships and jobs and vacations. And, and he just blesses us. Just, it just, it's almost disgusting with the blessings. He's just, he's just, God is that good. He just, just blesses us in so many ways. Ah, the evil one, I know, is, is attacking. And what his attack look, usually looks like, you can't do it, you're no good, you messed up, see I told you, quit. That's what the evil one will do. You're no good, you messed up, just, 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 just quit. That's the evil one. But Paul is saying, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I, see, Christ doesn't look at anything that any of us have done and says, oh, that's a deal breaker. There are no deal breakers in Christ. None. Well, you can't possibly be close to Christ because you've done this, this, and this. Oh, get in line behind me. See, I thank God. Again, I've, I've been in situations I shared before, I share again. I, I, I've, been in, I've been in situations where I just, God, if you please get me out of this situation, I promise, I, I promise, I'll never do that again. I just please get me out of this situation. It's one particular situation. Yeah, he, he did just that. But there are others that, no, I had to suffer the consequences. And I'm still suffering the consequences of that. But he loves me so much. He lo- he, he, if he were to kill me, if he were, as Job said, if he were to slay me, I would still trust him. Why? Because he's God. And he loves me more than I can even begin to love myself. See, I no longer try to maintain salvation. I have salvation. All I want to do is please the one that has given me such a great gift. So I say, it's like, Dad, what can I do for you? Yeah, you just, I know you, your parents. It's like, I, boy, oh boy, Dad, Mom, they, 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 they cook meals, they, they keep house, they do all of this. Every kid, I know, it's wishful thinking. Every kid ought to say, man, what can I do for you, Mommy? I know, that is laughable, isn't it? <laughs> that, 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 that's laughable, you know. Well, what can I do? We can dream. You know. uh, what can I do, Mommy? What can I do, Daddy? Uh, you need me to take out the trash? You know, then we really start looking. It's like, whose kid are you, anyway? <laughs> that's the relationship we have with the Father that God desires for each and every one of us. We don't, we don't work to, to, to secure our salvation because we are saved, because he has snatched our souls from hell, because he has blessed us in so many ways. What can I do for you? Let's pray.